the belief really of, of Sam and Helen Walton that people can accomplish anything when they have opportunity and encouragement. I really believe that too. And we get to help create that opportunity every day within the foundation. Excellence, professionalism, innovation, and collegiality. These are the values the Sam M. Walton College of Business explores in education, business, and the lives of people we meet every day. I'm Matt Waller, Dean of the Walton College, and welcome to the Be Epic Podcast. I have with me today, Robert Burns, Director, Home Region at Walton Family Foundation in Bentonville, Arkansas. And he has a tremendous uh, background in many different areas that we probably will touch on. Um, but I think he's got one of the most interesting jobs uh, that I've heard of. Um, but maybe to start off with, uh, Robert, first of all, welcome and thank you for joining me. Oh, thank you, Matt. Really looking forward to it. So, so Robert, um, you know, a lot of the people listening to this won't know, you know, they may have heard about the Walton Family Foundation, and they've certainly benefited from it. I mean, if they're students in the Walton College, <laughs> they've benefited from it big time. Um, but uh, would you mind talking a little bit about the Walton Family Foundation and what that is? Absolutely. Uh, happy to do it. And thank you for giving me the opportunity to be on today. The fantastic thing to me about the Wal Walton Family Foundation is at its core, it's a family-led foundation. And, and when I say that, I think it deserves some explanation. And the children and grandchildren of our founders, Sam and Helen Walton, lead the foundation and work to advance opportunities for people and community. And by doing that, they're very actively involved. Northwest Arkansas is our home. It's where we honor our roots by supporting local opportunity, uh, really working very hard to make this region as vibrant and inclusive as possible and offer opportunities to everyone that calls this region home, whether they're from here and have lived here for multiple generations or they may have just moved here a week ago, but a place that can be inclusive and vibrant for everybody. It's, it's really an asset to have multiple generations of the Walton family engaged, to hear their views, to uh, garner their knowledge, and to just sense the real humbleness, uh, humility that we approach the, the work through. And while we play an important role in the foundation, it's, it's really our, the family's commitment and how they work together and collaborate together that allows us to do the work that they do. And I'll just cover, we work in three areas, uh, K through 12 education, the environment, which is really focused on rivers and oceans and protecting those throughout the communities we work in. And then the other is the home region and the Arkansas Mississippi Delta. And that's the area that I uh, and my team are focused on as part of the effort. We tackle social and issues with a real sense of urgency, a real approach to long-term success. And we very much uphold the idea that we need to be community-led. So when we're looking for solutions, we're looking to the voices in the community to help shape those. Um, we also 
we have shared values across the areas that we work, whether that be education, environment, home region. One is the community-driven change, that the voices that matter are those in the communities, and that's who we need to be listening to. The second is a prioritization on inclusion and making sure that our grant making and the voices that we engage truly represent uh, a diverse and inclusive uh, nature. And then really looking to collaborate with partners, not going solo. How do we best do that? How do we even set up grant opportunities to help collaboration come about, to help fuel that, to set the stage for active collaboration? Um, and we work in two areas, you know, building this vibrant and inclusive economy here in Northwest Arkansas and promoting equity through education, community development and economic mobility in the Delta. And while they're unique, um, it really is about the collaboration and partnership that makes this come alive. And that's what's exciting is where you see the synergy or we get the opportunity to make a connection between groups that may be working in different areas, but that we think have synergy and you're able to, to make that connection and then naturally it starts to happen. But that's, that's a little bit of a summary of what we do and, and the reason this job is just incredibly exciting. Well, we're happy to have you here. I moved here from Michigan in 1994 and I, I was in Pennsylvania before that, but uh, one thing I just, loved about the area other than the fact that people are very welcoming mm -hmm. um i i mean um they're very welcoming here uh and, and you kind of you still see that um you know but you know i noticed even like on the momentary um up in bentonville and some of you uh may not have uh, seen it yet if you haven't i recommend it it's, it's one of the museums in uh bentonville really cool and I think most everyone listening probably has been to Crystal Bridges, but the momentary has a, it's right next to the 8th Street Market. It has a big mm -hmm. sign and the big sign on it says you belong here. And I really think what's what's neat about that. I mean, anyone could put that on a building. Right. I think it's part of the culture here to a large degree. And but but the other thing I know, so when I moved here, yeah, there wasn't a lot of amenities in terms of like shopping and, and restaurants. There is now for sure. Um, but I mean, there's great restaurants in Northwest Arkansas, just terrific, um, some of the best, but, but you know, but still there was the Buffalo River, which is so beautiful. Um, it is one of the most beautiful rivers to canoe between the Appalachians and the Rockies. And then there's um, Beaver Lake. There's lots of lakes in, in Arkansas, but Beaver Lake, you know, for people that like to ski and wakeboard and just play in the water, it's such a nice lake and it's huge. It's huge right. and it's not heavily utilized compared to a lot of other lakes I've been to. Um, so, you know, but, but when I say that, you know, I think about, um, I know the Walton Family Foundation and the home region in particular has been key in a lot of you know, advancing the economic opportunity, um, which has then drawn in a lot of businesses and restaurants. It's kind of caused a virtuous cycle mm -hmm. here. But, you know, you've got a lot of experience with this. I mean, you were a senior VP of community relations 
uh, for City, and you were executive director at City First Enterprises, and you have just a long history. And then one of these is called, uh, you were um, with Neighborhood Works America for 15 years. So you've had a lot of community development types of experiences. How have those experiences helped shape you and prepare you for, for what you're doing today? Yeah, I, I appreciate the question. And having just moved here uh, now five months ago, my partner and myself, I, I echo your sentiment that the variety of restaurants, opportunities, um, sites, you cited the momentary, which is, yeah, I would encourage if no one has had the opportunity to be there uh, to definitely check it out as well as other amenities across Northwest Arkansas. And when you see the number of things going on during the week or on the weekends through lots of different organizations, it's, it's an impressive variety. I don't think there's a shortage of things to do. And to me, what's exciting about that is it means there's a robust group of organizations that are doing that. And, and one of the hallmarks of the foundation is we've had the the privilege of being able to support a number of those groups, which is uh, which is great. And to watch groups grow, to to figure out like what their plans are in the years ahead, and how do they respond to the growth in the region? What are the new needs? What are uh, folks moving in, even from a generational standpoint, needing? But for me, the the great thing about this role was when I looked at the description for it and read the things that it engaged from a community development standpoint, working with nonprofits, the nature of uh, community-led, uh, the, the belief really of, of Sam and Helen Walton that people can accomplish anything when they have opportunity and encouragement. And I didn't say that, that, that definitely is from the perspective of the, the Waltons. I really believe that too. And we get to, help create that opportunity every day within the foundation. Uh, one of the benefits for me is having worked in a number of places across the country, this was a wonderful opportunity to come back to the heartland, an area that I think fundamentally really is an area where people can come together and, and look for solutions, sometimes in the middle, an area that I don't think you find as much on the east or west coast sometimes and that to me is a real appealing prospect and i think there there is this welcoming nature to the area that i definitely appreciate and the experience that i've had in working communities across the country is a real belief that for me and i've been doing this a lot is is listening just hearing what's on people's minds uh what are the things that are important? How do we respond? We operate under a five-year strategy. And I always figure a strategy and a plan is a living thing. And we need to be able to respond to the community as, as things change, being true to our core values and being true to our goals, but being responsive and being respectful in that response, which is to me the essence of the community. But um, I, I'm very fortunate. I've had tri-sector experience. I worked in government. Uh, I've worked in the nonprofit and then the private sector. Uh, and that tri-sector experience 
was something that at the start of my career, I couldn't have really imagined. But since I had that opportunity, you find a lot of similarity, but you also find that they each build on each other. They give you a range of new experience and knowledge. Um, but I also think in, in no matter what I have done, this nature, you know, I don't, I don't do anything alone. It's really in partnership with other people, other organizations. And I'm blessed to have a, a great team, uh, a wonderful family uh, with the Waltons to, to work with together on crafting solutions. Well, you know, when I think about the Walton Family Foundation and the home region in particular, um, of course, I've been around it for many years, but they think big. Right. You know, they're, they're not going for small incremental improvements. They're going for order of magnitude changes. And, um, and yet, you know, right now we're in a time of, some people would say that we're, in a historical discontinuity um, because, you know, the rate of change right now is just terrific. It's just right. off the charts. And, you know, of course, uh, with COVID and um, COVID sped up a lot of things like uh, people having more options in how they work. You know, we've, we've been working in the office. That's really a relatively new phenomenon in man's history. And then working from home and working from anywhere and any linear combination of those three, you know, there's just more variety in terms of how people are, are working and playing. And so now, you know, it used to be that people would say, well, I live in downtown, whatever city, and this company's over here. Mm -hmm it's close by and I could get a job there and they work there. But now people have more of the perspective, I can work anywhere. And so having a place that's welcoming, that's vibrant, that's full of art and music and, and creativity and innovation and entrepreneurship, good restaurants, mm -hmm. great things to do outside to enjoy life. These are becoming the things that attract people. Yeah. And from my experience, that's been a big focus of, of the Walton Family Foundation. Do you think that will continue into the future? I do. I, I absolutely agree. It's what sets the region apart. Uh, and it is about, you know, how do you make the community, the place, still that vibrant and inclusive how do you keep the amenities uh, responsive to the needs and how do you how do you keep the pace of uh, making sure that things that are available to those that live in the area uh, are the things that are responsive to the needs and and I've seen that but I, I the commitment is there in multiple levels and if you if you're bringing together this fundamental idea of bringing different perspectives to bear and how do you craft a solution? You know, again, that's our core. It's the community led aspect. And one of the things that excites me is how do we increasingly become creative about that? Going to, you mentioned the nature of work, but how do we, rather than relying on the kind of idea you always have to come to a meeting to be a participant now, 
this era of being able to have things live over other forms, video conferencing or virtual or social media is to make the most use of that. And I think it's really critical to, you know, how do you engage communities that maybe felt in the past, not, not because of something here in Northwest Arkansas, but some of that history where communities may have been not able to participate. I think a classic example is, you know, someone who is a shift worker and maybe is working a shift that takes them into the evening hours overnight. And that could be medical, it could be at a plant, it could be transportation, but those voices often get left out. So how do you take these creative tools to have that community-led aspect come out? So that, you know, those things intrigue me. Um, one of the things that I'm also impressed by is just generally how accessible things are. You talk about art in the region, amazing accessibility to art, whether you're strolling downtown, that you have the opportunity to go to uh, one of the numerous performing arts venues, or you take in the, the amazing nature of Crystal Bridges or the momentary, take in a production at Theater Squared or Walton Arts Center, or trike theater and, and the variety, but the fact that many of those venues are just incredibly accessible. They really are now more than ever, of course. And I know that uh, there's so many things though that the home region has done to make things accessible. You know, they you're talking about working with the community and, you know, obviously the, the grants have gone to things like uh, Northwest Arkansas Trailblazers, which is making cycling accessible to right. everybody, right? Right. I remember when, when, when we put in the Razorback Greenway, Right. it was a long time ago when they first started talking about it. I don't remember how long ago. It seems like it was over 10 years ago, but I remember thinking people around here don't really ride bikes a lot. There's not, you know, I don't know how that's going to work. Well, now if you go on the Greenway, which I love, you know, it's full of people. Yeah. You know, and you, you know, some of the other grants I'm familiar with, like some of the grants to um, even like Crystal Bridges um, mm -hmm. to especially support for the momentary uh, for multicultural display space for visual and performing arts. Um, again, I think that starts because, you know, the university has a lot of international students and a lot of diverse students and right. faculty and staff. Things like that make it easier for me to recruit. Mm -hmm. So I know seriously when when I when I first became a department chair of the supply chain department in 2011, one of my biggest challenges was getting people to move here. Mm -hmm. And now, you know, 11 years later as dean, it's not that hard anymore. This is not a big problem. And, you know, when I look about at all of the, the home region has made uh, grants to Arkansas Public School Resource Center, mm -hmm. the Downtown Springdale Alliance, Arkansas Game and Fish Commission, Bentonville Public School Districts for the Ignite program, which we don't have time to get into that, but the Ignite program is really pretty cool. Right. Endeavor, you know, Endeavor is involved in a bunch of things in Northwest Arkansas that really helps entrepreneurs in the region. But there's so many things. And, 
you know, I even think about even like the Walton Arts Center. I, I like rock and roll. You know, used to be if I wanted to hear a concert, I had to go to Kansas City or Tulsa. Sure. Or, but not anymore. At the AMP, you know, I've seen Steely Dan, Steve Miller, Yes, you name it. Right. All these Boston. It's just now, it, but, but, they, but they also have every kind of music you can imagine. That's Rap, right. Country, just a wide variety of types of entertainment. Um, but, you know, to make a place that uh, people want to live and work. And, and I, I, I noticed we've had a record number of people moving to the area from cities you wouldn't expect. You know, San Francisco, for example, sure. I, I met a, a guy that uh, he's actually the uh, co he was the co-founder of Evernote, one of the most successful software companies in history. Sold it, but he elected to move here. Right, right. Pretty remarkable. Yeah, that's fantastic, too. So, Robert, in closing, I want to ask you two questions. One. Should students consider a career like yours? And two, what advice do you have for students? Yeah, no, thank you, Matt. Uh, the first is an unequivocal yes. The field that I'm privileged to be in right now with philanthropy is growing. You're seeing interest not only at traditional foundation level, but corporations adopting more of an ESG framework. And often the philanthropic work takes place in all three of those quadrants, but particularly the S. And as groups look at how they give back to communities, and I think the consumer looks for ways that companies are doing more uh, work in communities and supporting uh, cities and localities and nonprofits, it's going to play a bigger role. And I would think students coming through the Sam Walton College of Business would have an incredible amount of experience that could be advantageous for this field. But uh, I'd also add, I'd be happy to talk to students who express interest. And I suspect I have colleagues who would feel the same, but uh, I think it's really ripe for opportunity. And to your second question, one of the things that, that I would always advise that I see a need for is I'm particularly uh, intrigued and desirous to see generational involvement in communities. And what do I mean by that is if there are boards of organizations that you feel a passion for, find a way you can get involved, volunteer your time. You may not be on the board, maybe it's a committee. Maybe it's at advisory level instead of that at an organization. It's a great learning opportunity. You can also exercise some incredible local leadership skills and develop those. But more importantly, it gives you a real sense of what's going on, like what's happening locally that's apart uh, from some things you might experience. And I think the other part of that is if you just want some essence of that, look for partners that might be volunteers where. I think campus involvement is is absolutely key. And I love the fact that in, in a college community like Fayetteville and throughout Northwest Arkansas at other institutions, you see involvement, but find ways to get involved. If it's not 
at a board or a committee level. There's other opportunities there, but um, I'd like to say thank you and, and really appreciate the opportunity to, to talk with you today. Yeah, thank you, Robert. Really enjoyed it. Look forward to seeing you again. Uh, I know you're coming to campus soon, and so looking forward to that. Absolutely. Thank you, Matt. On behalf of the Sam M. Walton College of Business, I want to thank everyone for spending time with us for another engaging conversation. You can subscribe by going to your favorite podcast service and searching Be Epic, B-E-E-P-I-C.